You're listening to Photo Tea with Anissa D, where we share all things related to photography. Welcome to episode 11 of Photo Tea with Anissa D. Today, we're going to be talking about creative shoots, how to plan them, when to plan them, and just all of the fun stuff when it comes to styling a shoot. So without further ado, let's just get into the topic. I think the first thing I want to talk about is when to plan a creative shoot. For me personally, I love planning shoots when like, I find myself in a creative rut, when I'm feeling maybe a little bit burned out and just wanting to take a small break, but still wanting to shoot. And then also when like I'm in slow season, which is usually between like February and May, or I would say maybe April, right after the busy wedding season has finished and right before the new season's about to start. I just like love to be able to get creative. It's usually like springtime or like the green starts to come out, the flowers start to come out. And it just gets me so excited for like the summer wedding season. And I just love to get creative then. And I feel like just for fun, I mean, sometimes I have like a vision that I really want to execute and put together. So sometimes I'll just do it for fun, just like here and there. But also some of you guys probably know like content days, if you ever want to put together like a content day where other photographers can go and shoot a workshop. Those are a lot more work. So we can maybe talk about that on another episode. But yeah, I feel like it's just a really fun time to put together creative shoots. So let's just go ahead and get started on how to actually do that. I found myself recently. So I'm in San Diego right now. And I have just been like so just excited to get out and shoot here. And I've just been like wanting to do a beach shoot, wanting to do a floral shoot like in a field or like Torrey Pines with the beautiful cliffs and everything. So I found myself just doing a lot of creative shoots recently, which is why I wanted to talk about it. And I'd say the first thing I do when planning a creative shoot is coming up with the idea and the concept. So I'll never just like pitch something or do a model call unless I actually have an idea. With that, I love to look at Pinterest. I love to look at Instagram and just try to get some ideas that way. Sometimes like I'll see something like a prop. So for example, a newspaper or a magazine, and I'll just see that or I'll look in a magazine and see something in there that'll inspire me creatively. So I'm always just looking around for different props, different ideas. And when it also comes to creating the concept, I'm always looking for a story to tell. So for example, like I recently did a shoot with one of my friends and it was like in a van and I was just thinking, okay, we're going to tell the story of like a young couple who, you know, is on the road, enjoying the coast of like California, have it be like set up at a beach so you can see the ocean and then just kind of tell the story. I had her boyfriend bring like his guitar and his skateboard. And so it was kind of like, let me play a song for you. So that was kind of like my initial vision. And then I went onto Pinterest and Instagram and tried to find some like van shoots that would probably like inspire some poses or some like prompts that I could do just to give me a more like detailed idea of what I want, if that makes sense. 
And yeah, so kind of just getting the vision overall, the props, the story. And then I also like to think of like a general time frame because I think especially during, like I said, I usually do this between like February and April and a lot of things are changing at this time, either when I'm in Chicago or in Southern California, like the grass starts to get greener, the leaves start to form on the trees, the flowers are coming out. Even the weather difference, like here in California, it was so rainy when I got here. Like it was probably raining for a month and a half straight. And today it is going to be high of 80 degrees and I'm going to be swimming. So like always trying to think of the time frame that I'm doing things, especially if I want to do like a pool shoot or something outdoors or at the beach. Like, will my couple be going in the water? Is it going to just be more of like a backdrop? So that's always something good to think about. And then that way also when you reach out to your couple or to your vendors, you know like a general time frame and can be flexible because everyone's schedule obviously is different. So I like to have like a couple dates in mind or just like a general time frame in mind when planning these shoots. And okay, so then that kind of brings me to like another point um, going back to just like the general concept of the shoot, I love to create a mood board. So again, when you're thinking about the couple or the model, um, even if it's like a solo or a family that you're going to be shooting and the vendors, if any, that you're going to be working with, you want to have some sort of like mood board or vision board to send to them. The way that I typically do it, so there's different ways that you can do it. I personally love to just create like a Pinterest board. You can even make it like a secret board if you don't want it to be out to the public. And so I'll create that uh, Pinterest board and I'll send like my couple or my model or the vendors the link to that so that they can take a look through that. You can also like pull photos from Pinterest, but I don't know. I, I think it's just easier to have that board. It's so easy just to send a link than to like put everything into like a collage, if you will, but totally up to you how you want to do it. But yeah, I'll have that like mood board. And I think Instagram even lets you now like save to your board and you can share it with other people. So you can even do it on Instagram, I think. I haven't tried it, but I think you can. And so that's really helpful to know. Like I always put in some like outfit ideas in there, some like posing ideas just so that my like team can get a feel for what the vision's going to be. Location. So if like I'm wanting to do a pool shoot, like I'll specifically pull like pool photos, poses at the pool, like what generally it's going to look like again, because, you know, we all have different visions and I just want to make sure that everyone who is going to be contributing to the shoot is on board and likes the vision. And it just gets everyone super excited for it and knows what to expect. So that actually brings me to my next point, which is finding props and outfits. So part of the reason why I like to send a vision board or mood board or that Pinterest board is so that everyone kind of knows like what to expect. So if I'm going to be working with a florist, I'll have like the florist, the florals in there that I am wanting. And I love to give like everyone creative like freedom just to have like a general baseline of like what I'm thinking. So that really helps like as far as knowing what props and things like that to bring. And then same with outfits. I think that having like, I always, my couples are always like, what do we wear? And I'm always like, okay, neutrals, but more specifically here is what I'm thinking, especially because different scenes have, you know, like if I'm going to be shooting at a pool, I may want to do two different outfits. Maybe one is a bathing suit. One is, I don't know, like a cover-up dress or something like that. And same with like different locations. It might be like a dress or I might want like a two-piece or, 
you know, anything like that. So I think that having a general like outfit idea in your mind, that would be really helpful. Or you can even go and get it yourself. I recently put together a shoot with my friend Sarah and she got like this gorgeous dress that she rented, which was beautiful. So you can totally like rent a dress for your model or rent a suit for your model. When it comes to props though, I was kind of going on a tangent there, but when it comes to props, this is where I feel like my creativity comes really into play because this is really how I tell a story. And so if you guys have seen some of like my recent shoots on Instagram, I feel like the recent ones I've been doing, I'm always trying to like tell a story. So I had one where like one of my props was surfboards. I wanted a couple who's like gonna have that like let's go surfing. Let's, you know, go to the beach and have a fun time. So that was like my original prop idea. And then I also brought my super eight and we use that as a prop. So just like a fun, like, I don't know, not vintage, but just like a fun overall shoot in mind. And then another shoot that I did, like I said, was with that van and I rented a van to use. And then we brought a guitar And we brought a skateboard and it was just like, so I'm always thinking about props and there are a lot of different places that you can get props. I personally, for one, love to thrift. So there's so many different things and you can literally just walk into a thrift store, even if you don't have like a vision in mind and see something and think like, oh, I think that that would be really cool for this type of shoot. Or like, for example, I recently did a shoot with Chasing Sunsets LLC with Alex and Brittany. Shout out to those two. They're so fun. But they went thrifting right before a shoot together and Brittany found like this briefcase and it just looks so cool. So just literally when I showed up to the shoot, she had like this briefcase in her hand. We're like, okay, like we're adding in a whole new scene, a whole new vision. And it's just so fun. And like to see what you can get inspired by when you're out and about and you're seeing things in person and putting together things like ideas in your head. Thrifting is a really good one. Kind of along that line, like eBay or just like secondhand places to get things. I think that's like, I just sometimes will like scroll through eBay and see if I can get inspired by certain things. I don't know. And then obviously Amazon is a really great place to get things that you know you want. Sometimes I'll get outfits on Amazon or I don't know, just like anything. Like I once wanted to do like a vintage shoot, like picnic wise, and I wanted like a fan. So I just bought like a cute fan and then some gloves from Amazon. So that was really fun. Also a craft store like Michael's or Joann's. Those are really great places to go and like get inspired. I've like gotten different things for makeup or for hair at craft stores, but also like, I don't know, there's just so many things. Like I made a veil, a DIY veil using the pearl tool from Joann's, which was super cool. So there's a lot of ideas that you can get just like going to a craft store even. But yeah, that's kind of what I would advise as far as props and outfits. And then the next thing, of course, one of the most important things, and I've mentioned it, is location. And I literally, I spend so much time location scouting. I usually bring my husband and our son and we'll just like drive around. Right now, like I said, I'm in San Diego. So we'll just like drive around the coast. But also I love to hike and just do walks like as a family. So I'll usually take like, I'll look on Google Maps. So this is my process for location scouting. 
I'll like look on Google Maps and like I'm trying to find like patches of green. You can usually tell if it's like a residential area or if it's like deserty or if it's green by just looking on Google Maps and like zooming in and you can see the difference. I don't know. I think that's how it works. But yeah, so I'll like look in there and see if I can find like small bodies of water and just like different patches of land and like go there and scout. And I'm usually just like going to a general area that I think could look good, looking at reviews, looking at the street map, and then going and checking it out myself and just driving through, like just driving through side streets. And that's how I found so many of my recent creative shoot locations. Like I recently scouted this like beautiful field in San Diego. It's actually like in a neighborhood and it's kind of like the backyard area, but it's like open to the public, I think. And yeah, it was like super beautiful. And I scouted that. And then also another thing I scouted was just like driving through kind of like a suburb of San Diego. And there was like a beautiful patch of flowers. And I'm doing a shoot there this week. So I'm super excited about that. But yeah, just like driving around using Google Maps. And also something that's been really helpful is like looking at Instagram. I recently like discovered some Instagram accounts that are in the San Diego area that will show like really cool places to check out, really cool hikes to check out. So like one of the places that I recently found is called Diamond Valley Lake. It's in, I think it's, uh, where is it? Maybe Hemet? So it's like about an hour and a half drive from San Diego. And I just was like curious to see it. It's like a body of water surrounded by... I don't know if it's hills or whatever, but you can like hike around. There are lots of pretty flowers around there. And I just found that through a reel or like a TikTok or something. So I just will like sometimes just scroll through my Instagram and certain people, like I guess the algorithm just knows what I'm looking for. And yeah, and I'll find just like really cool locations doing that. That's more like luck, but still it's been really helpful. But yeah, and then another tip for scouting is to scout at the time that you're going to be shooting. So I've actually had a situation once. This was like a couple years ago in 2020. And I was in Colorado and I was doing like someone want want a giveaway. And it was like a model call kind of shoot, I guess you could say. But anyway, I went and scouted this one location like midday and it was so beautiful. It was like sunny and you, and there was like a lake and you get the reflection of the trees on the lake. And it was just like stunning. And so anyway, we ended up meeting there for sunset because like golden hours, like, you know, the time that I wanted to shoot at and I get there. And because of the mountains, the sun was already like way past it. It was just so high. So like the sun was gone and it was super shaded, very blue. And we made it work, obviously. But if I had known, like I would have rather have just gone there at sunset, seen what it looks like, look like, and then determined from there if I still want to shoot there or not. I feel like I wasn't like prepared because I didn't actually scout the location at the time I was going to be shooting at. So that's something super important and just to look at. And you can even go online and look at like sun calc or something. I think there's an app for it where you can look at a specific location and see where the sun's going to be at that time. So yeah, just a little like note there just to keep in mind like the time that you're going to be shooting. Also, when it comes to like sunset, sunrise, especially when it comes to like water or like a lake or an ocean, like Chicago, I always schedule my beach sessions at sunrise because the water rises from Lake Michigan. While like when I'm in San Diego, I'm I'm scheduling 
sunset sessions because the sun sets on the water. So just something to think about when you're planning these creative shoots and time of the day and everything. Yeah. So the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to like scouting and when you are scouting is to, if you can pin the location on your phone, especially if there's no service, something that's something I realized I'm like, okay, I found this really great location. There's no service. And then I go back there. I'm like, how do I tell my couple or like my model where that's at? Because when I get there, like there's no service. So I can't text and be like, oh, I'm right here. So just being prepared and knowing like exactly where you're going to meet and having that marked and even specific, like, okay, we're going to meet at this bench at this parking lot at this time. So just in case you don't have service that you have that planned out. But yeah, let's actually get into finding your vendors, finding your model or your couple. So this has been like a tricky thing. This has been something that I've, I wouldn't say struggled with, but something that definitely takes me more time. And I think a lot of other people more time is trying to find like a couple or a model. So the first thing, of course, that I always start by doing is doing like an Instagram model call on my stories. So I'll like say like model call and then I'll put in there what I'm looking for. So I'll say, you know, couple or family or solo or something like that. And then I'll say like general time frame, like I'm looking for someone this week. And then I'll give a general location like I can say, oh, I'm looking for someone at Torrey Pines or I'm looking for someone in La Jolla or someone in Carlsbad or something like that. And then I'll also say like kind of the vision, maybe like what they would, you know, receive. So, okay, you'll get a mix of digital and some film photos or whatever you're willing to like give and how many. Yeah. And if you have like more specifically like exact date and time, obviously you can put that in there if you're looking for a very specific model call. But that's the first thing I do. And then the second thing that you can do is go into like different Facebook groups and post like a model call there, like general photography Facebook groups and hope that someone is in your exact location. Or you can even go to like specific photography groups in like a specific location and do a model call there. And then the other thing I love to do is reach out to other photographers and like offer to swap, especially if I have like a really fun idea. I always talk about this, but my photographer friend, Emily, we met in Chicago and she was living there and I was living there and we would do so many swaps together. It really helped like just in general build our portfolio up, which was so great. So yeah, so I would definitely recommend like just reaching out to maybe a photographer and asking if they would be willing to model or swap or you guys could even like swap branding photos or headshots or whatever if you have like, if you're just wanting content. But yeah, that's what I do as well. But then I would say something that's recently been working for me and hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully I don't annoy anyone when I do this, but I will just like go and like search like certain hashtags like San Diego blogger or San Diego I don't know, or just San Diego or something like that. Or just like look through, I don't know, content creators, influencers, bloggers who happen to be in the area that I'm in and just like DM them really nicely. Of course, I never want to bother anyone, but just like, hey, I love like the photos that you have of you or you and your partner or whoever. And I am looking for so-and-so like couple family to model for me. Would you be interested? And honestly, that's really like how I've been getting some of my more recent couples is literally just by messaging people on Instagram. And I feel like I'm at this point, I've gotten to a point where I'm comfortable with like being ghosted or rejected. So like you have to obviously know that that can happen. But if you like 
I usually go and like message like maybe five people at a time and then hope like maybe two or something like of the five will respond and be available. And then I have like couples in mind for different shoots of mine. So yeah, that's how I recommend finding like a couple or a model. And then honestly, same with vendors. I typically do like the DMing of vendors more. Like there's so many different ways that you can reach out to vendors. I know like HoneyBook even has a way that you can say like, hey, I'm doing a style shoot looking for vendors or different like Facebook groups or even on your stories again. But I do find the most success finding vendors is just by messaging them on Instagram or sending them an email. Like maybe you find them on Instagram, get their email and then send them an email and let them know what you're looking for and put all the details in there just so that you don't waste anyone's time. Not that it's a waste of time to reach out, but that way there's not too much back and forth and you make sure that you're on the same page right away. So yeah. And I found some of my like favorite vendors just by doing that. And then it builds a partnership too. And even if they're, you know, let's say they're not interested or they don't have time for it, it's still a really great to connect with other vendors in your area. So I highly just recommend doing that in general and just putting yourself out there and connecting with people in the industry in your area. But of course, one of the most important things, and I'm a firm believer of having contracts in place. You guys know that the legal page is where I get all of my contracts from. And when it comes to doing model calls, even if you're just working with like a couple, a fun couple that you found on Instagram or something like that, it's always important to have a contract between the two of you just in case anything happens, just so that the expectations are totally clear. Is it TFP, trade for photos? Are you, is someone being compensated? What will someone re- receive in return? In what time frame? Like, It's not just good to protect yourself. It's good to also protect the people that you're working with and just have it be out there and just secured. I don't know. I think it's always important to have a contract in an agreement of some sort. So I will actually link a contract from the legal page that you guys can check out in the sub notes here. But yeah, I think honestly, that's pretty much everything that I do when it comes to planning a creative shoot, a styled shoot. There are of course like content days, which I briefly mentioned where like you can invite other photographers to join at like you know, and sell tickets to that. I personally don't feel like I can speak to that just yet because I haven't actually done one myself, although I would really love to. So maybe that'll be another episode in the future once I've gone and done that. But yeah, I hope that this episode was informative, helpful. If there are ever any ideas or topics that you guys want me to talk about, you guys feel free to message me on Instagram and I would be happy to record an episode on that. And if you've made it to the end, I just want to say thank you so much. If you wouldn't mind leaving a review, letting me know if you enjoyed this episode, that would really, really help me. And yeah, thanks so much. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Photo Tea with Anissa D. If you liked today's episode, please let me know by leaving a review and make sure to follow for more episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Anissa D Photography. See you back here next time for a new episode. Bye.